This podcast was recorded on May 25th. Now, two guys so stupid, they actually forgot to bring a guest to the show. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. In the Stupid About Cars podcast. Hello, David. Hi, Barry. How are you today? I'm good, bud. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It's been a nice, easy, breezy day. Things have been going well my way. Yeah, we haven't been in the we haven't been in the old I uh, doing some uh, podcasts. Yeah. We've been, uh, it's been a holiday. Kind yeah, of. it's been a holiday. We've all been busy and we were busy. Away. Yeah, we were away. You were up in uh, Getting some good Burns wreck Lake time. up there and chilling and ill like a villain. Yep. The cabin. I was up at 100 Mile House. Yeah, we yeah. really like the 100 Mile House. And we can't stop talking about it. Do you know what it didn't do there? What? Same thing it's not doing now here. What's that? It didn't rain. But it does. Well, it doesn't really rain that much there, I guess. No, apparently you get like 20 minutes of rain and then it's gone. You know, the weather's pretty awesome up there. It's a pretty nice. cold winters and a bunch of snow and stuff, but it's just so friendly, people. You think so? Just, oh, everybody was so friendly. Are you sure? I went to the SO gas station. I was there three times. Twice, I think it was on the, the ATV, or once or twice on the A- once in the car, once in the ATV, maybe. And then I went back just to clean my windows. And the third time I visited, I was I was a local. You know, the guy comes out, hey, buddy, what's going on, man? How was the ride yesterday? You know, it was pretty cool, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you just doing your windows? Yeah, man, I can do it for you. Like, man, it's just friendly people. Everybody in their driveway. Maybe it's just you, though. Maybe you're just, you no, bring the no, best because out I don't, of people. I don't get that here. I don't drive by somebody's house and they wave at me. That doesn't happen. But maybe it's just your personality up there works compared to down here for that kind of a scenario. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am awesome. Yeah, and apparently the different places, your awesomeness goes up or down. Yeah, I guess. But you're always awesome. Always awesome. But sometimes you're more awesome. Maybe really, really a lot less awesome sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll have to figure that one out. Yeah, yeah. Speaking, you know what else is awesome? What? Porsche. Porsche, why? 911. Why? Just made their one millionth 911. One million. That's a good. Like that's, so. That's that's impressive. Pre- that's uh, we're not talking about a, a Volkswagen Beetle or the no, Dodge no. Neon. We're talking about a Porsche 911. I get it. A million of them, man. That's how, so. Let's just do the math. I'm sure you can figure out. Yeah. How much the average 911 go for? You think? I'm not positive, but I'd have to guess the average 911 has got to be 150 grand, 200 grand at least. I mean, there's a lot of cheaper. Well, no, a lot of the cheaper 911s are different. They're not 911s, so. I'd say between 150, 200,000, anyways. I, I know there's got to so. be some that are like 400 grand. They've made a lot of money off those cars. <sighs> wow. Yeah. It's, you wonder sometimes the, I mean, I know some of this stuff, it's all handmade and all this blah, blah, blah. But I got news for you. Hyundai ponies, they didn't have robots then. They were handmade too, right? Like, so how much. Their problem was the metal, though, right? Like, you can well, handmade saying, the crap how much out of more, anything. How much money are they making? Really is you know when they sell a yeah. Porsche 911 GT3 for 400 grand, is that cost them 380 See, grand? We only to really make, think of the know? manufacturing cost, right? But there's the technology cost of yeah, the research yeah, 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 and the yeah. the testing. Like that's a yeah. huge number that people yeah. forget about on yeah. the price of cars. Well, that's that whole Bugatti Veyron, yeah. right? There's that's why they say each one's worth six and a half million dollars. 
because of the testing and research and all yeah, of that yeah. stuff. But Somebody's got to pay for those guys. Well, apparently Volkswagen says you don't have to pay it if you but, want a Bugatti, but blah, blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know me and my anti, anti-Veyron. Yeah, you just don't like that car, eh? Uh, I like the car. The car is amazing. I Everything about the car is fantastic. To me, it's a little bit too luxury, to be honest. Really? Well, it's... You're like saying it's too... I, nice? Yeah, it's too nice. It's too pretty. It's it's to me, you uh, got a choice of buying a Veyron. If you don't want the Veyron, you're gonna get like a Bentley Continental or something like that. Like you you're not looking for a hypercar. You're not looking for you know yeah, the Ghanis are strictly that car for just uh, like I'm I bought that car. Like, well you, you can't buy it for performance. No. Because it's not the best performing car. Yes, you're right, people. I said that. Watch it on a track. It's not that impressive. Valley. It's, it's a lot more impressive than a Honda Civic. Well, no, it's it's an amazing car. I'm not going to take anything away from it, but this is what I hate about it. On that level? For Volkswagen, Volks, not Bugatti, yeah. Volkswagen come out and say, this is the best car ever made. It costs $6.5 million a piece. We're only going to charge a million dollars for it. That is what I absolutely despise about that car. Why? Because the original, the Bugatti EB210 or 110 or whatever it was called, that was this the supercar around the time when they had the Jaguar XK220 and, you know, the McLaren F1 yeah. and all of these cars. That was the Bugatti, and it was like the EB110, I think. And it was unattainable, unachievable. Even car guys didn't know about it. Huh. You know, it's, it's elite. And that, to me, Bugatti is an elite thing. And when now everybody just, and their brother puts their Bugatti sticker on the back of their Honda Civic, and yeah, I just yeah, Volkswagen killed it. If they Volkswagen should have kept their mouth shut, and they would have made me happy. And to be quite honest with you, if I had a gazillion dollars and decided for whatever reason that I wanted to buy this this Veyron or Mayron or whatever the hell the new one's called, I I don't I know it's a Volkswagen. I'm not. I'm not spending. It's not though. Two and a half they million the dollars company. on a Volkswagen. Yeah, but Ford bought Jaguar. Do you see Ford saying, "Check out the new F-Type"? Do you, yeah. I mean, it, you don't do that. You a company? Yes, companies own other companies. We understand that. Yeah. Oh, Volkswagen bought Bugatti. I saw that in the news. Cool, but it should still be a Bugatti. Volkswagen should not be saying that they spent money engineering and building this car. So it's not a Bugatti. It's a Volkswagen. I ain't paying $2 million for a bloody Jetta. I hope. I hope right? that like you have that problem you know, one day. Oh, I, like, I, I, if, if only, right? <laughs> if only that'd be my problem. Oh, man. You know? I just, that's my problem with it. It's I not, get, it's, I mean, yeah, but. the marketing I don't know. behind it. I, why do you, you just, they had no need to spend a dollar on marketing or anything, press releases, and they shouldn't have. They it's were proud Bugatti. of their product, man. They it's just not were their proud. product. Is it their product? Well, so then claim, it is. They're a claiming it is, right? Yeah. Like why? You know, they should have called it the the Volkswagen Veyron. I have no problem with that, right? They were just you know, the what, what if they go and buy something like Bentley? You know, like ninety five percent of Bentleys ever made are still on the road. Do you yeah. think that's going to still happen when Volkswagen's building them? Well, they're handmade those cars, right? Well, that's the big claim to fame, they, right? You know, right. I don't know. It just annoys me. It's one of my one of my pet peeves. Pet and you know me. I'm full cars. of I'm full of pet peeves. So, but God bless Porsche, man. Million cars. That's uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome that you should send me that millionth car. And I never. You know, I don't think I'm a Porsche guy. 
The thing about Porsches, so I can go back to 1986 when I was getting my license. I appreciate you know? them. Don't get me wrong. Like, and I say, no, no, no. But here's, I'll explain yeah. why I like Porsches. I get it. Okay, in 1986, I'd go and I'd buy Motor Trend magazine. Yeah. And uh, I'd Google at the cars that I'll never have. And in the 80s, you had the Ferrari Testarossa. You had the Porsche. Wow. Well, okay. You had the Porsche 928. When they did the S4, they were putting it in that league, but it was still the 911 Turbo, also known as the Porsche 930. Yeah. And uh, you had the Lamborghini Countach. Okay. All amazing cars, right? If I buy a Testarossa, then I've got to wear a white jacket with the pink belt because <laughs> I'm Don Johnson, right? <laughs> if I buy a Countach, I mean, even the name, come on. It's just, I'm a prick. That's it. End of story, right? And, and I can't I can't go get groceries. I can't do anything with them. You I can. take it for a drive on Sunday, and I park it. The Porsche, ever since that 911, you can pack the kids into the back seat and go for a drive to the zoo, and you can go get Your groceries. Your little kids, though. Well, little like, kids, who's a little back seat. You ain't putting yeah. me in the back seat. No, but, you ain't going back seat. You know what I mean? But it still exists. And you can drive it to the grocery store and go over a speed well, bump and cool not car, worrying man, about but it. But they're just, I don't know, that's just maybe, like, if you're buying that kind of car, do you want to be able to go to the grocery store in it? Um, how about, I mean, the talk budget. With your kids? Let's talk budget. I don't know, you know? I'm just saying. What do you, you know, what else? Yeah, you, you want gonna, to see all around. You know? They're all-wheel drive. And Porsche, too, although Lamborghini was always known as the wild one because... All Lamborghinis up until the Aventador were just maddening, overpowered muscle cars. They weren't performance cars. They did perform well, they but breaks. they were scary. They were just scary. The 911 was the same thing. You know, that engine hanging out the back of a car. I mean, come on, Porsche. This isn't going to work. Uh, yes, but we will show you how we make it work. And they did it. So it was still a little bit of a nightmare car back then. I wonder what the price of speed is, has been over the years. Like, how much money has companies invested in going faster in cars? Yeah. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, you can go back, and when you start looking at, like, land speed records and stuff like that, I mean, these are numbers that were being set in the 20s and 30s. Those numbers are still relevant, really? Yeah, well, somewhat relevant. I think there's different there's classes still, now, right? Because now they have well, jets. They yeah, got all kinds of yeah. things, So right? when you come into jets and all that, no, it's not. But for cars, I mean... They were still running some impressive numbers way back well, then. It's a it's a horsepower weight ratio, right? Yeah, like, it's and then simple. keeping it on the road. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Put a big motor and make it make it go. Put a wing. You know what was that car that they built? That is, it weighed the same as the hor the horsepower or something like that. Yeah, was there a car like that? Well, built? I mean, what was it? Veyron was, it was one that was, uh, you know, one horsepower per per pound. Something like that. You know, yeah. there's been a few of them now that have been that. Uh, but to get them to hook up, man, that's that's where all the but technology comes But see, but even talk about too. performance. I mean, you know, the the Shelby, you know, the four twenty seven. I mean, in the sixties, this guy put this car together, and it did zero to one hundred mile an hour to zero in fourteen seconds. Fast. And it took up to, well, I'd still even question it now, and I'd have to do it myself. Plus, we got to take into the fact that you're, you know, new cars now, but like. Most of these new cars now still don't do that, you know. Like yeah. that's 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 
pretty damn that's impressive. That's a straight line man. thing, though, right? Well, but it's still a performance number. I mean, yeah. and, and, and back then it was everybody so, measured zero. You know, you'd 16. really want one of those cars on an accelerator lane, right? Yeah, the acceleration lane. Yeah. <laughs> you'd really want to. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was, that was, that was the. You know, everybody had a car that did, you know, quarter mile times and zero to 60s and all these. Mm -hmm. But then the Shelby kind of stepped it up to zero to 100 mile an hour, back down to zero. So that's stop and go. That's both. And that's, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a cool I thing. remember reading an article and I was so annoyed. It was one of the car magazines and uh, they, they, it was the Viper, the Viper GTS or the Viper Venom or I don't even remember what it was. Not a big Viper fan. Um, but they, they said that the Viper did zero to 60, zero to 100 to zero in 14 seconds. Or, yeah, no one, yeah, in 14 seconds. And the Shelby that they tested at 67 or whatever Shelby yeah. that was 14.6 seconds. And I'm like, it was 14.2 14 for the Viper. Come on, get yeah. your head together. You're, you, that's no. It just annoyed but it, me. But it, it, it I mean, that's, that's, that's the way it is. You could driver too, right? Like, you yeah. never had the same driver. Like, that yeah. whole thing. Like, some guys are, you know, that's it's a millisecond to speed, though, man. Gear, top gear, right? Same, same, same track, same, same guy. But even if the driver isn't, like, doesn't feel right that day, there's so many yeah. things that come into, like, oh, yeah. at that level, right? Like, that, well, you're talking was, seconds. Oh, no. And if it was, I mean, if it was that clear, then why would you ever race? Because there's yeah. always going to be somebody that's faster than... That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's, you know, so it is, it is opinionative, I guess. Right? Everybody's but, got their own... When you're at that level of a car, everybody... Like, but you don't slam the Shelby. Yeah. You got to no. give, you got to give credit where credit's due. Could I give credit to Volkswagen? But for Shelby at that day was like, it was pulling the envelope. Like that was, and you know, like. Yeah, he, yo, he was the bomb. Yeah. I mean, that was for Le Mans, right? And they kicked butt at Le Mans. Yeah. And then Ford with the GT, the Golf, you know, and Ford was like, no, no, we're going to do it. And yeah. eventually what they took to it Ford? back. I don't know. Well, they're still doing it. They're still That's doing all their true. GTs and all that stuff. I get it. Yeah, they had a nice car. Ah, whatever. Enough about Porsche. Wait, that was nothing to do with Porsche. A little scatterbrain today, I think, maybe, folks. Yep. If you can hear a lot of noise in the background, uh, we're at the shop here recording, and we got a couple of friends downstairs that are uh, swapping mm -hmm. tires and yep. getting the winter tires off and balancing them and beating stuff with hammers. Sounds apparently. like it. I think I should go have a check yeah. out and see what's going on maybe down there, we'll, Bear. I'll be yeah. right back. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah, a week later. <laughs> a week later, yeah. yeah. Turned out the tire problem was a little more of a problem than we thought it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, we could not get those beads to seat. Holy Unbelievable. Smokes. He has a uh, Dodge Ram truck, and he's got really wide wheels. Super wide. And although the tire size was the correct tire size, the correct width, no matter what we did, we couldn't get the we, uh, Enough the air beads. volume in there to, uh, to get it to set. So Problem was the tires had been sitting for a while, so they folded in. The sidewall right. folded in, and we couldn't expand them enough to seat the bead, which happens on tires. Yeah. And usually my buddy that's down the road has one of those air compressor things that it's a little tank. Tire bait. And it's got a little uh, kind of a cone-shaped thing, and you shoot her with some air, and it forces yeah. 100 PSI like now. Yeah. I had to borrow that, but it was too late, so we couldn't. So yep. we did what we could, and yeah, we were contemplating the ether. But uh, that we, was my plan. I, yeah, I no. it was my plan, but I refused to do it. No, yeah, Barry's like, that sounds like a really good idea. We should just throw ether in it, but I don't want to do it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't want Fame. to do it. So none of us wanted to do it. So we waited. Yeah. We tried for an hour or so to get those to seat. With, oh, it was uh, at least an hour. And, and, well, because then we stuff. had to, another guy's Brian's tires. who has been yeah. on the show before. We swapped Brian's tires over for him. So by the time we were done, we were hungry. So we went for dinner. Yeah. So now <laughs> we're a week later Thursday. Yep. It's still not raining out. No, it's kind of it raining. It was raining today a little bit on and off. Yeah, but, but uh, it's been a decent day, though. Yeah. Warm. No, not bad. Not bad. They actually went by really fast. It, was it did cool. go by fast. We're busy right now. As soon as the air turns, like we specialize in air conditioning. So yeah. as soon as that gets warm, it's like on. Yep. People, you need to check your AC before the sun comes. And be, And also check your AC. Before you put a motor in. Yes. <laughs> and don't leave it to two days before you go on holidays to the Osoyoos or Kelowna yeah. or anywhere hot. Like, get that done before you do that. Of course. Because everybody's got the same thing you want to do. Yep. They want to get it done now. Yep. So my phone has been nonstop ringing for AC. Yeah, no doubt. But it's like one of those things that's like, well, I, you know... It's not like we have to get it done because the AC doesn't stop the vehicle from driving. No. So it's like, okay, well, you know, we'll get you in next Wednesday. Yeah. But I got to go this weekend. I know, but we don't have the manpower or the time or we only have two machines. We can't hook up 10 vehicles at once. Sorry about your luck. Yeah. Daylight but and a dollar short. Most people. And then they go and buy. Never buy the can from Canadian Tire of AC stuff. Never? Never. Because you don't know what's in that can. So we refuse you. And we actually had a customer, uh, somebody come in today and was like, look, I usually take my car to Diamond Head. Um, my AC is not working, but I told them that I had filled it up with one of those cans. And legally, well, not legally, but we can't, our, that, those cans, because there's no, there's not a recipe. It's not always R134A in those cans. Oh, really? And they're not guaranteed anything, and they don't oh, really no. say it. It's kind of one of those gray areas. But if you put one of those cans in your AC system, right. we will not work on your AC system oh, wow. because those machines can destroy our machines. Yeah, because a lot of our, a lot of well, the machines. Well, you got to suck. You've got to evap. You've got to yeah. evacuate the system. So you're taking that can of crap, putting it into your machine. Yeah, that could be a problem. And I we recycle. Like we, we, our machine recycles old R134A. It right. cleans it out. It purifies it, and then it puts it back in. Ooh, wow. So if we put in that stuff, it really yeah, messes up our machines. So don't be surprised if you get turned away from a mechanic shop because you've put that can of AC stuff in that you've bought from Canadian Tire yeah. or Lordco. Don't do it. Get it fixed properly. You know, they, you know, back in the day, you could put propane in there. It works the same way. Yeah. But if propane's, if you light it on fire, it will blow. Uh-huh. So you don't want that. No, not a good idea. No, well, in our in their mechanics training, they you know they when we did our my pr- apprenticeship when we did the school time, yeah, they showed they always showed us a video of this Camaro like shooting uh, evaporator, you know, hundred feet into the air because oh, they geez. put propane in it instead of R one thirty four and blah blah blah. Right. So there's a lot of things you need to know about that. Yep. Take your AC to a mechanic shop. Get it done properly. Makes you won't sense. have problems. Yeah. And typically, if your AC machine is gone low, it's because you have a leak. You have a leak. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it's only it's... ever going to be a temporary fix, right? Yeah. Don't put the stop leaks in those things. No. Don't do any of that stuff because it's going to cost you more money in the long run. Just take it to your shop, get it looked at. Yeah. yeah no, I, I wouldn't think to put the stop leak in those things. I mean, I'd put stop leak in some things, you know, maybe, but... Uh, AC, uh, no. Well, if you put a stop leak and it's the evaporator and the evaporator gets plugged and all of a sudden your pressures are going high, yeah, huh? your evaporator tends to be a good $1,000 job. So you might have just caught it with a $20 can, just might have cost you $1,000, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And and AC. Yeah, you're right. If if it's not working, if you're low on fluid, and that's everybody thinks, oh, I got to go get my AC charged because it's not working anymore. Yeah. Well, it could be, but if you have a leak, you have to fix the leak. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, if they're like, we put a dye into the system, so yeah, sometimes mean. it'll come in and we'll hook up our gauges and half the charge will be in there. Like typically cars take from two to one pounds of refrigerant. Right. So sometimes there's half in there. So you're like, it could, and if it's a 12-year-old vehicle, yeah, okay. What we do is we hook up our gauges, pull out your old stuff, yeah. pressure test it up to 200 PSI, right. and then we vacuum test it after pressure test it because there is vacuum. Yep. Um, and if it passes all that, we'll fill it up. But we still warn you, we put a dye into the refrigerant. Right. So sometimes the leak is so small, we can let it sit for a half an hour, and the molecules are so small in that refrigerant. You won't see it. Yeah, you won't see it. And we would tell, we'll put this dye in, drive it for two weeks, and then come back. And at that point, we can take a black light and find the leak. Right. If it's so tiny, like it's a pinhole leak. Yeah. And then we yeah. can diagnose it properly, and your your AC is back to working to proper specs. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those Absolutely. things. Sweet. It's typically never a situation where or it, it's just leaked out. Or what you can do is you can roll down the windows. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> Get get yourself some that, ice. That does sixty four, sixty dash four, whatever air conditioning. Yeah, you know, four windows down, sixty mile an hour, and it's nice and cool. Well, air conditioning game's been changed, man. If you're buying anything 2016, 2017, they're using a different refrigerant now. It's like the one two three four X Y Z or something like that. Oh. It's called. <laughs> so really, the case is it's better. What was the case? It's better for us. And better for the environment. So R12 was the first refrigerant, which yeah. was better for us, but terrible for the environment. Yeah. So then they went to R134A, which is better for... Or it's better for the environment. Better for the environment, bad for us. Right. So now they're bringing up this other one that's 1234XYZ or whatever it is. And so basically, it's the same as R134A. So you can run R134A in the oh. those new systems. Okay. But the one two three four is twenty times the cost of R one thirty four A. Only twenty. Yeah, just twenty times the cost. And is it really one two three four X Y Z? Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, I know. who names those things? What, you know, it's the one. I think it's the structure of how they're built or whatever. But yeah. anyways, the point is, is nobody is going to pay double if this or triple twenty times more 20 if times. it'll still work on R one thirty four A. Like why, who is why? buying that? Yeah, it it, yeah. it's it's, it's and it's. You know, you wish sometimes there was honesty in advertising, you know, yeah. because if there was forced honesty in advertising, would GM or whoever the hell is putting this one, two, three, four, X, Y, Z, you know, their commercial, get the new, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And it now has this new blah, blah, blah. Well, that's only 20 though. times more expensive. Yeah, but the thing is, it doesn't give you anything more. It's, it's, it's just yeah. like, it's not like all of a sudden you're going to get well, colder air yeah. or cleaner air or whatever. It does nothing more but cost you more money. Wow. And that's the government's mandate to, to change things up, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, and that brings in this whole, you know, government thing and all these changes and everything. And Trump just left that Paris, Paris climate thing. Yeah. I, you know, I listened to part of his little thing today, and it kind of makes sense. The, the problem I see with everything is that all these great countries now are going to be part of this great thing. But that sends manufacturing to, like, China and Taiwan and all these other cheap labor places. Well, and they have they have less strict yeah, well, environmental laws in these places, so right? So all they have to do is keep that climate accord and all that stuff. 
But understand that every product sold in America, not made in America, yeah. sold or used in America, that counts towards that carbon. Oh, thing. it should be. And then the whole system is going to get thrown out of whack. Yeah, no, it should. And that's the way it should be. So yeah. Trump, kind of not wrong. I don't know. He's not explaining it right. But he did explain it right on the percentage, like coal, 80% higher costs. It makes a lot of sense. It's, I was really pissed I, I, off I, when I heard it at first. I just can't do Trump. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'll never say anything positive about the guy. No. Well, no, I don't. I don't think I say anything positive about him. I say anti-negative about him. <laughs> yeah, he's living in. Is the, is I mean, that's a, that's the argument there, though, right? Like, is climate change? You know, is it just a money grab? Right? Is, are we really increasing it? Because you get that old thing that the carbon monoxide or whatever was just as high back in the dinosaur days as right. it is now, right? Yeah. Like, so there's that. I mean, I don't, I'm not a scientist. I'm nope. just trying to do what my best I can for my environment that I'm in. Yep. I drive all four cylinders and I'm a mechanic, but what I, are you I'm, trying to say, dude? I'm just trying to be, because I don't like to burn excess fuel. <laughs> it's more of me being cheap, probably, than anything. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. I just, I try my best to not make this huge carbon footprint yeah but i know you know i don't know if they're like yeah because every scientist has a different story oh they all have a different story i don't think it's being weighed equally like it's i mean you can take numbers of canada or numbers of the states and whatever pollution numbers that you want you can use the argument that fifty thousand years ago the co2 is way higher and but how do they this. test that that's a well how that's, they test yeah it. i mean come on really i, I mean i don't know there know. probably is a way there's probably some science dude thinking well, there's an science. Idiot, they use ice samples and they go through the ice core and they science has been like wrong a whole a bunch of times right yeah. like they they no. have been wrong a whole bunch of times Flat all of Earth, that stuff is all theory yeah until it's proven exactly right so, so yeah i mean i don't know I think I think it, a bit of it is that I think obviously we damage, you know, the environment when we cut down a whack load of trees and clear yeah. cut and blah blah blah. Well, I mean, and, and and a lot of it makes sense too. If pumping I oil out of the ground is not great. And no, this, if I stick yeah. my nose into an exhaust pipe of a car and sit there and breathe for twenty minutes, I'm going to die. Yes, you. So will. clearly, it's bad for you <laughs> at high. It's, it's bad levels. for everything. It's good for trees. End of story. Right? Because yeah. they take in the carbon dioxide and give us oxygen or yeah. whatever. You know. That's my high school uh, science, but there you go. it's it's still not right. But yeah. I don't want to get rid of high displacement really fast. No, there's a time Nitrous and place power. for it. There's a time and place for it, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like you know. I think that people should try their best to to do their best in keeping the environment on their mind. Like, yep. well, you know, but I I guess you know, and I have a problem and and life and 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 everything that you can explain a problem you can tell people there's a problem so this paris climate thing there's a problem everything in the world there's a problem but don't announce a problem like you watch on social media yeah you know everybody's always i hate this this is bad this is bad blah 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 give me a solution yeah no don't i i'll always give you a solution because i'm a wacko and very stupid. So right my solutions <laughs> are completely insane usually. But I'm at least going to try and think, well, boy, Way oh, boy, how better. could you do it? You know? And I'm always going to offer a solution to a problem. See, right? I'm, I'm conflicted. Like, I don't think that 
dudes driving one-ton diesels, puffing black smoke out. Rolling coal. And all they're doing is driving to work and back. To me, that doesn't make any sense, but I believe it's their right if they want yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still at the same time, I'm like, dude, man, you know how much money you'd save yeah. if you didn't drive that big yeah. beast every day? Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, uh, I so, but it's their right. It's the gun laws. Like, it's your right in the States to have a gun, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And why take that? I mean, I get it. It's our freedom. But what is it? Like, well, but we when do you draw the line? Like, that dude that's driving that big gas burning pig, like, yeah. yeah, he should have to pay more on insurance or whatever. His environmental impact should be more than mine yeah. driving a four-cylinder. Yep. And not just in the gas price. Yep. Maybe insurance or whatever. Well, technically, they have to stop he, technically he is, though. Because he is paying more for fuel. So he's adding right? to the car. And I when get he's it. rolling coal, he's but, paying for the fuel. I know, but it's just like, so to me, is. it's... Yeah, I mean, in, in Canada, honestly, like our population is so small compared to the area Rest we have. Oil, yeah. That you know what it's like, yeah. We we are one of the most environmentally friendly, yep. I think, areas in Canada in BC. We're very conscious here, yep. um, and uh, but we are one of the biggest places of land that you know, like we don't really have to be as much because we're not dealing with smog yeah. here, yeah. right? Like yeah. we're not in California where there's millions yeah. and millions of people, yep. but we are trying our best. You know, speak. Why would you even consider living in Los Angeles? Would I ever? No, I don't like but people. Why? I mean, why? I don't like honestly, the, like the, the the rich and famous live in in Los Angeles. That it's like is, where the, I know, is, but it's where they work, right? Brown. It's this. It's, it's where dirty. they work, man. I mean, there's some cool things about LA. Don't get me wrong. I know there's some cool things about LA. But when you're driving in LA and you come over that mountain and you you see this. Brown. It's never been brown. And there's a lot of things in life in a daily day to day life that are brown. It's all equal, you know? Yeah. And and one day it's all going to be gone. Yeah. Why would you live there? Because I think it, it's gotta be the job, have this, man. Like risk thing. Like So would you, you I I've never been to California, I've never been to Florida. Yeah. Like they're both kind of the same, you know, on the ocean, yeah, yeah, sunny, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Where would you rather be? California or Florida? East Coast? Um, like West Coast. LA or Miami? Yeah, like I mean probably Miami. There's a lot of Cubans there. Cubans rock. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, like Puerto Rico and, and Puerto Rico. Because like on, like you're from Ontario. Yeah. I mean you must know of people, your friends, family that have had places in Florida. Yep. Right? We never got that account. Like beef yeah. from West Coast. Here, here at West Coast you go to Hawaii, right? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, or Mexico or blah blah blah. Yeah. Right? Um yeah, I don't know. Because a lot of people would leave Ontario and drive to Florida. And to yeah, their, a, lot their, do, a lot of people do that. It's crazy. You don't see that in West Coast, like a, eh? That's like a birthright thing. You know, everybody at one point has to pack up the car and get down there. Down eh? to Florida, you know? That's a cool road trip. Less than a day. Boom. You're down there. Oh, really? It's not like... No, no. It's, it's under a day. Yeah. Huh? Well, I mean, if you're giving her... 14-hour kind of drive. I mean? thing, uh, 20. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a long... Well, it depends how fast you drive. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, so that I mean, that's my opinion on gas burning vehicles. I mean, that's I, I got a lot of friends that have the Dodge diesels, and they all want the big diesel and the Ford diesel, and like, wh- why? You don't I get it though, need it. Some of them have trailers. I get it when you're pulling a trailer, pulling no, a boat, you no, can't, but- you're pulling a trailer every. I got a friend that's got a, a like a twenty foot ski boat. Yeah. you know, beautiful, beautiful ski boat, 
and uh, and he'd always had the the F three fifty, and it came time he had a bunch of little problems with the truck, some big problems, you know, diesels. They're really, really, they can really get expensive. expensive to fix, yeah. And he had some very expensive little things go wrong on the truck, and he was yeah. like, "I'm going to look at a new truck." And he's like, you know, looking at the F three fifty again. He had a beautiful G's. King Ranch. It was, you know, yeah. well, now sixty. Keep going. You want a you want an F three fifty King Ranch? Yeah, you're you're damn near a hundred thousand dollars now. That's crazy. You know. So I I talked to him and talked to him. I'm like, dude, you don't need a diesel. How many times do you pull your boat? He said seven times last year he pulled his boat around. So for seven times. Seven times. Wow. So I said, get the get the get the the gas motor. Yeah. You know, you can get a five liter. It's been around forever. And the new Coyote, it's a great engine. Yeah. You know, or you can even get the big EcoBoost, which is a little EcoBoost, but you know, yeah. twin turbos and stuff. And I think Pulls he got hard. the he got the three point five twin turbo. Yeah. And uh, he's pulled his boat around, and he's quite shocked. He thought he was going to be... I get it. And they're a little you know, bit... They're not as big as a truck. Like, why are they... Well, I think it's just so funny. In, in the, the American market, we feel the need to drive, like, a one-ton. You never see that in anywhere else. No. Besides North America, yeah, right? go to Europe, and... Their biggest truck is, like, Well, a they have Toma. the big trucks, and the guys that own them use them for work. Yeah, I guess. And but they're here, not even, they're not a big truck. They're not you don't get an F three fifty style truck there. Well, I know they have big trucks, but like lorries. Yeah, they're not I mean? they're it's, not they're not a typical it's a daily work driver. Vehicle, yeah. So yeah, here we don't we don't we clearly don't need them. But every one of my friends has, you know, a big Dodge mm-hmm. diesel or Ford yeah. diesel or GM yeah. diesel. Yeah. And uh yeah, I'm, I think those I'm, things are gonna get regulated out though. You know me, I don't like Dodge, but I love Dodge for doing that little three, three and a half liter diesel. Three liter diesel. You know? That's I, an, it's, on, it's on the hook, though, man. And I, I can't find anything why or when or what they suspect, the EPA suspects that they're cheating on that thing. Yeah. Like, they've said they're cheating, but they haven't said, like, they haven't been like, okay, like Volkswagen, like, take the cars See, off the market. EPA, stop it. Don't tell me, no, tell me how to do it. They really screwed the big trucks. The big trucks, they yeah. you know, you got to do the the equipment that goes on a big truck. Now you know it's stupid. They've got these cyclone systems to capture the soot. They've got the 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 death the, fluid, the death fluids, and all this. But these are things. They're not they're not fixes. They're all patches, because the EPA says, okay, you got to have these numbers. Go yeah, Knox numbers got. They be don't here. say okay. You got to have these numbers. We've just designed this fancy gizmo that With plugs their in and billion solves. dollar budget, exactly. trillion dollar. Yeah, I know. You know, so they like don't. Where is their technology going? Like, where does their technology go to? Like, yeah. They have no technology. I know. They just look at numbers, and literally, I honestly think the EPA could be run by one person. <laughs> you know what I mean? They've got eighty three thousand people or whatever working for them. That they, one guy just needs to say, "We just they're." You guys go ahead and reduce your Whatever happened to accountability? Like, why don't these companies get... who? Yeah. Why don't they go in and get audited? Like, why are they auditing these major corporations? Mm-hmm. You know, the government-run corporations. Yeah. Like, why don't they get audited? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you if you have, like, a mill or you have any kind of corporation, you can hire a team of people to come in there and say, look, this is where you're losing your money. This is what you need to do to change it. Yep. Why don't we do that in government? Because they don't want to know. No, they don't want to know. No, they it's like... 
government's all just about justifying budgets and spending money. And, justifying you know. deficit budgets. Oh, way. it's, yeah, not, it's so not, not like when they say they've balanced a budget, they've balanced a deficit budget. Yeah. How hard is that? It's, I thought I was going to be $20 million in the hole, and yeah, I'm $20 million in the hole. <laughs> it's like, That's pretty awesome. Wow, well, we did yeah. good this year. Way to go on the accuracy. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, wow, you sure met your budget. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, Dave back and to cars. political talk. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guys. We try to get back to cars, but we do go off on our tangents. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot the of world. politics involved in the car industry. Oh, a huge much, amount of politics. Much that we don't even... Did you hear a high went? Huge amount of politics. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was a little... Uh, foo-foo. Foo-foo. Yeah. Um, but there is. I mean, it's all a political joke. Like, you know that they can build a car that's great on gas, less emissions, you know, blah, 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 does everything we need to do, but they just don't. They'd no, rather not. no. I guess. And I I mean, at the end of the day, the only person you can blame is the stupid humans. Because your buddies and my buddies and everybody else's buddies are going out and buying these high horsepower. Well, the market depends on what people want is what the market they're going to put out there. There is no need for any car sold in North America to be over. And I'm going to go low on this one so we can Argue? argue it. Okay. No reason for any car, car, yeah, to be sold in North America with more than thirty-six horsepower. No, that's not true. There is no need. The old Volkswagen Beetles, they're like thirty-six horsepower, right? And the sixteen hundred cc. But they were so inefficient. What? But I'm not saying let's put Volkswagen Beetles back on the road. No. I'm saying they had about thirty-six horsepower. They accelerated from zero to 60 mile an hour in 10, 15 seconds, maybe 20. You know, they ran down the road and never a problem. So there was problems. They caught on fire. But I'm not. No, I'm not talking about the car. I'm saying cars today only need about 50 horse. I would say 200. No way. 200 horse. I'd say 200. 200, You don't even have 200 horse. I know, but I'd like it. Well, but you don't, I'm saying we need, you want to make the road safer. You want to be good for the environment. Yeah. I mean, you no, know, this on is a need basis. I get a it. communist, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, communist I get that. Car. But I'm saying you, we don't need, just think about it. If, if since the 1900s, we, we built cars for economy. Yeah. Right. We, we wouldn't have no. we wouldn't have this need there'd be a quest it's like there's a there's a parallel earth somewhere out there it's almost like we we'll like to say like day. I burn way more gas than you <laughs> yeah, my car's way fat like what's with us I, we're I just, terrible people no even pickup trucks I mean you know I'm, my truck is 300 horsepower your truck is yeah that's what the that, that 5.4 is 300 horsepower yeah. um it's tons and my Mitsubishi is probably close to 36 <laughs> <laughs> no, your Mitsubishi is not bad. It moves over. 110, 120, you know? I would think. Yeah, probably. You know, I mean, well, then we get back into the argument of what the real horsepower numbers are. Because yeah, I don't, I, I just, like my same, I always go back to like Corvettes and, and five liter well, Mustangs. Horsepower is misleading, right? Because the way the car comes into aspect, you know, like there's a lot of different, yeah. you know, things. Yeah. Well, Gear foot, ratios. Pounds, foot pounds kind of is the better number to actually look, look at by torque. Yeah. Right? But. They're lying to us somewhere, yeah, right? If we we've all driven or been in your friend's nineteen eighty nine Ford GT yeah. five liter, 
and we all know that it puts you back into the seat pretty good. That was 225 horse. That was 225 horse. Yeah. We all know that a Corvette around the same year, an 87, 88 Corvette, that was 245 horse. And yes, it puts you back into the seat a little more than the Mustang. Yeah. You know? and Well, now this Hyundai Genesis is 3,000 horsepower. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not. Well, you look at those Subaru WRXs that are 230, 240. They would cook yeah. a, a Corvette or a Mustang. You know, light yeah, car, four-cylinder, yeah. all-wheel drive. Man, yeah. those things are fast. They're very fast. And they're probably better on fuel. Yeah, or Maybe probably not. better on fuel. Maybe not. I don't know about that. Uh, well, it depends how you drive them, yeah. right? I mean, it's like anything else. But the turbos and... You know all that jazz. I just I don't believe the numbers. There's a big disconnect. Somewhere. We need the freedom I've, to burn fuel and do what we want. I guess we must. It must be individuality. But that's what I'm saying. That's because ever since the beginning of time, it was you know go bigger, go better, go faster, go bigger, go better, go faster. So there's a parallel Earth that's somewhere out there. We'll discover this planet one day and we'll show up, and they're going to be driving like three horsepower Escalades. You know <laughs> what I mean? That <laughs> it's going to be a completely different mindset yeah, and if we can i don't know if we can ever get to that mindset i mean we got the you know what the do you Tesla think people what do you think when, like i always think it's funny now though like you have buddies and people be like okay we're going camping this weekend get the motor home ready yeah, get the fifth yeah, wheel yeah, yeah, ready yeah, yeah, yeah i mean that is not camping to me man it's not camping if you bring no. in your house with you that it's, is not camping man that thing RVing. that is you're just moving your house yep you just yeah, that's no. not camping. No. Camping is in a tent. Yep. Right? Yep. <laughs> and yep. a fire is going on outside. Absolutely. And you have tarps up because yep. it's raining. It's not moving your fifth wheel yep. twenty feet onto the river. Like <laughs> So we're going on a quote camping trip in July. Not and I, and it's, I, it's a part. And I did see I did see the request for using somebody else's motorhome come across. Well, that was my wife. <laughs> hey, I'd be good camping. Like yeah. honestly, I I'll don't. Be, I'll be in a tent, man. I'll sleep with yeah. you in the tent then. Yeah. Let my wife <laughs> sleep. I, I yeah. like everybody's like, why don't you have one? I'm like, because I just tens are two hundred yeah. bucks. You throw them away every two years. Yeah, I've got like four tents. I keep getting a new one. I'm <laughs> I like, know. I got my my newest tent is is got uh, LED lighting and an actual door. Really? You know? Ah, oh, it's it's that's it's camping the bomb. to me. Camping to me is tenting or. Like we that, used to, to me, that's not even camping. To me, that's glamping. Glamping? Glamping is when you pull up with your pickup truck, you know, Pulling and, your and like, you, you unload the barbecue, the generator, the kitchen sink, and you, you know, go. and you do all that. Camping is when you pack everything as small as light as possible, put it in the back of a canoe, and you build and, a camp, and you built a camp exactly. That's you don't camping. pull your camp up. No, I haven't camped in years. I've got so a couple of my tents are like. They're small, little three seats. Like, I could see, to me, I could do a tent trailer. But yeah, you don't need DVD still. players and TV screens when you're camping. Yeah. Stay at home. Yeah. Stay yeah. at why home. You, why are you camping? <laughs> you know? Yeah, go hang out in the backyard for a while. I don't like, get go to it. bed. Like, what's I, but hey, whatever. Yeah, to each yeah. his own. That's just my personal opinion. But RVing is RVing. I get people it. call it camping. It shouldn't. It should be I really, at, my mom was like dead sense against fifth wheel, and she owns a fifth wheel now. So maybe yeah. I'll change when I get older. Because I don't want to sleep in a tent maybe when you get older. Yeah, probably. You know, I don't know. Maybe I want that queen-size bed every night I when you're camping. I have a queen-size bed in mine. In your, in, yeah, well, in your, yeah, you can get it <laughs> yep. definitely in a tent. But yeah. I don't know. I just think you kind of, you know, it's not the same. It's just not the no. same. You're not roughing no. it. 
You're no. definitely not roughing it. No, hearing the sound of the rain and going, "Oh God, please tent. let the tent not leak." Yeah, 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 exactly. I like the rooftop tents. We're, solid worrying about cars. worrying about uh, you know waking up in the morning and realizing don't roll too close to the edge of the tent because it's going to be wet and yeah, cold. The dews there, yeah, yeah, you know all that. That's what makes camping awesome. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. But the sound of the fire and the smell of the, you know. Yeah, stinking like B.O., no oh showers man, for days. that's camping. That's yeah, camping, yeah, man. absolutely. Roasting well, you just said that. You're not staying in my tent. but Roasting, well, roasting <laughs> hot dogs on the fire, yeah, you know, that kind of. Roasting hot dogs on the fire, yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. But, yep. yeah, that, that's just not the case anymore. No, it's, the world has changed. People and like their RVing luxury. RVing has also become. Trendy, Trendy. Maybe? Notice they don't call it RVing anymore. What do they call it now? You know, well, they call it camping. camping. Right? You know, they call it camping because we're going camping this week. I don't. I'm not going to buy an RV. I got a camper. <laughs> you, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's a mindset. I mean, honestly, I got maybe a hypocrite and all that stuff. Like, like the little tent trailers, they're all they're pretty cool. You know, those little yeah. tent trailers that you can get. You can get the off-road ones now. Yeah, yeah. No, they're pretty, pretty cool. cool. Well, some of those get ridiculous. Yeah, I know. There's a company out of Australia that's making these. Oh, my God. They're pretty cool. You water, the water purifiers on yeah. them and stuff. Unbelievable. That's kind of cool, though. That is cool. No, they're cool. They're definitely it, cool. I'm not sure that I think if I was to go that But route, they're not going camping. They're going surviving. They're going Yeah, those <laughs> you know? are survivor vehicles. Now, yeah. I think if I was looking at a... a I'd look at a tent trailer if it was, you know, my buddy just not using it anymore and give me a couple hundred bucks to get yeah, it out yeah. of my yard. Yeah, yeah. But to go out and spend like five, ten, 20 grand, thousand, 20 on, grand on, a, on a tent trailer, no, I'll just buy buy Harvey. You know what I mean? I'll just get a big bad toy hauler or something like that. Some of them are just But, you know, you to me, it's like hotels aren't that expensive, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, you go spend 30, 40 grand yeah, on one of these yeah, trailers. Like, yeah. that's a lot of hotels, There's man. a lot of hotels. Yeah. You want to go park yourself by a pool, yep. go to Maui. Yep. But to each his own, right? Yeah. Some people don't like that stuff. Yep. Well, I, I mean, I get it if you want a trailer. And I think a lot of people end up buying trailers. Um, I think I'll say dads buy, buy RV trailers. Yeah. Because they want that family thing. I get and, it. And, uh, you know, maybe even when the kids are getting a little up there in, in age and there's... I think I'm just against it because I'm afraid of towing a vehicle. I suck at towing. Oh, <laughs> oh totally bad, yeah. man. Like, so bad, Barry, that I, like, I had to get a buddy to back my trailer up once. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's I mean, backing. I, it's, I know, you know, but I, still... To like, me, obviously, it's... So, like, to me, it would, I wouldn't be... Like, if I went and bought a big truck and a trailer, yeah. I wouldn't. that wouldn't be fun for me because that means I got responsibilities <laughs> and I got to well, drive and I got to get this thing parked and all that but stuff. But you realize, especially when it comes to RVs, nobody can back up. They build RV sites so there's no back... And they'll even advertising pull through spots i get it but so just, you nobody has to back up i'd be so like if i went and spent 40 30 grand on a trailer man i'd be so paranoid to move that thing i wouldn't want to and 25 year mortgages on those things now how did they get away with that yeah well, like you boats know, and trailers how yeah. do they get away with 25 year mortgage on a boat they depreciate just as much as cars do yeah doesn't like, make it doesn't make sense like how can you do that to a person nope. put them 25 years in debt on a mobile trailer yep that's crazy well on a boat too not, i mean <laughs> Like it they're depends. the worst. Like they, they. I think they de- depreciate value faster. I could be wrong again. Yeah. Boats and trailers depreciate faster than cars. Huge. Maybe. I believe. Do you think so? Yes. I don't know. And, you know I haven't say, priced one out. I've I'd never looked. Like, absolutely. But you're gonna give them a 25 year mortgage. By the time they're done paying that trailer, yeah. what's it gonna be? Yeah. There's gonna be nothing left of it. No. No. Nothing. They're not like they're giving 25 year mortgages on or 25 it doesn't, year it doesn't make any warranty sense on these trailers, all. are they? 
No, I don't. I don't know. So why They're does like the government allow? Warranties. Why do the government or banks allow you to take out that kind of? Because they're not the price of a house. Yeah. Like you get a twenty-five year mortgage on a house, I well, get that because it's three hundred, four hundred grand. Well, some well, of some of the trailers million. are are like that you much, know, two, three hundred thousand dollars. But the average trailer for the average guy, probably thirty to forty, brand new. Like, how could yeah. you sign up? Like, how can they legally but let you did, sign did, up for a twenty-five year mortgage? Never mind that. What is the payment? Like eighteen dollars and thirty-three cents. Probably a month? right. Like, which is awesome. Well, right? so then why not? And I guess do people keep their trailers for twenty-five years? I don't know. I'm not in that. I don't have one. Well, so. I know that. I mean, especially we get certain spots like BC. Um, you know, most of the lower mainland or whatever is quite expensive to live. Um, you know, so maybe people are buying them to live in them and stuff like that, and that's where the financing comes from. So I guess, and you know, like double wides and all of yeah. this jazz, right? So I guess where do you draw the line? If you say, well, you can lease this one because it's one hundred and twenty thousand, but you can't lease this one because it's one hundred and ten thousand. Well, no. So now it's a hundred. No, now it's eight. Now it's seventy. Well, now it's not just lease trailers. It doesn't make any sense well, to, to me. me as, like, uh, how are you getting your, cars, your money back? Cars I, can be up to a hundred grand, right? Nowadays. Oh yeah. But you can go. Yeah. They only let you finance those for eight years at the max now, right? Yeah. Which is they've increased over five years. Yeah. So, but why? Like, so why can you go? Government. Well, who's the bank's got to regulate it? Well, no, it's the Ford, it's the, the leasing companies and stuff. Yeah, they they regulate. Can, no, I, I don't thought they're they regulated by the you government. Can go to you can go to a bank and you can get a line of credit to buy a car if you've got good credit, yeah, and that's it's not forever. a car loan. Well, I'm just right? saying. So I don't think there's there's any actual legislation. We'll have to look into that if there's legislation on that. Yeah. So I, I don't. I mean, I think that's just up to the banks, and the banks obviously. I'm not going to give you a 20 year loan on your car because your car is not going to last 20 years. But are those trailers? It's really. I mean, the fridge like, and stove won't, but the trailer is going to be a trailer. Like you're not paying that thing off till 200, 2040. Yeah. <laughs> you guys look to have that trailer then. Yeah, my my thing would be is like okay, so or you're gonna have that I can boat? go and I can buy. I looked at a, a hundred and whatever thousand dollar toy hauling trailer with all leather and marble, hauler, and, you know, blah, it's blah, yeah, blah, it's blah. super super amazing. It's like a hundred and whatever thousand dollars. Well, Jesus, you're telling me I can buy this thing and it's gonna cost me like a hundred and fifty dollars a month? Okay, so to me that makes sense. Okay, well, in Squamish, I it makes can sense. have this and it's a hundred and fifty dollars a month, and who cares about a hundred and fifty dollars a month? But as far as the leasing company, the company that's leasing it, what about when I stop making payments? I move. I bail. I leave town. I die. They got a like, $4,000 trailer that, yeah. Yeah. I like, know. I don't, how does this make any sense? Because that's with your home. They give you the money and let you pay it over. I mean, you, you know, nowadays is you get interest only loans and stuff like that, right? So yeah. right now, my, Buying this house for a million dollars, I pay the interest on a million dollars for the next twenty years, no big whipty, and now that I'm selling the house for seven million dollars, so I put six million in my bank, and 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 yeah. and the bank has made their million off of the interest. It's, you know, but that's the equity that's there. Yeah, I don't see the equity in a trailer. In a trailer, no, there is get it. There no. is none. There must be something but to pe- it. Like I don't people. Everybody's got brand new boats and brand new trailers right now. Yeah. So people are doing it. Yeah, that's true. Like I don't trust the boat. I don't trust the market for twenty five years to I'd really like a brand new boat. You would? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Have to be at least sixty foot though. But you gotta be like you honestly you gotta be retired to enjoy it as much as it's worth. 
I, I, if I had like a sixty foot boat, I'd live on it. I mean, that would be that'd be pretty cool. You know, that would cheaper be than rent awesome. in Squamish. Yeah, well, except a mil- million dollars for the boat that I'd want. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> you know sixty what I mean? foot like, boat. Yeah, but I saw a friend that actually uh, pictures on Facebook that they bought themselves. It's got to be a 50, 60 foot boat, but it's like like an old pirate ship sort of like it's an old wooden boat and it's so cool i'm like oh i could totally do that and i think they paid like 25 grand have you ever lived on the water though no it's cold i'd love to though i don't care i like it cold and my my brother-in-law winter my windows are open in uh, victoria there they have a little bay yeah where they have a bunch of houses on old boats that they oh yeah tugboats and stuff that they've converted into houses yeah but he's, he said, like, yeah, it's great in the summer, like, best spot in the summer, but at, in the winter, it is cold and damp. Oh, yeah. Like, just oh, like... You're on yeah. the water. Exactly. Yeah. So it is nice. It's fun. No, I think that with a boat, too, I think the novelty after two years of living on a boat a year might yeah. probably wear off that you want to be on dry land. Yep. Guaranteed. But to each his own. Yeah, to each his own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know what you can do with a boat sometimes? What's that? You can tow it with a car. You could. <laughs> now you got to go get yourself a big, big diesel pick up truck to tow your boater. <laughs> well, a 60-footer, you ain't towing with a car yeah. or a truck. Oh, yeah, you never know. You don't even have a trailer for that thing. Yeah, it'd be a big trailer. I mean, they still tow them. They still tow those. I mean, my buddy just towed a 42-foot birch from, from 15 foot wide. So that was very expensive to have that thing towed up from Mobile, Alabama. I have one of... Uh one of our friends bought a boat out of Florida when the Florida market crashed there. Mm-hmm. Sailboat. And he went down with his old Dodge pickup truck and drove her back up. Oh, really? All the way to Gibson's. Oh, wow. A big sailboat. Like, you couldn't even pull into a gas station with this thing because it was so high. So, so big. Because of the keel. Well, because right? of the keel, the yeah. sailboats stick up so high. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool boat, though. Yeah, you could, get some, you could get some deals. I knew a guy that went down there and took a, claimed a boat. There's boats sitting all over the place, I guess, that are just unclaimed. Yeah, yeah. And they're stripped. Well, it's probably because they're owed money on and people just walk away from it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, this thing was basically just a hull, but it was like an 80-foot steel hull. Oh, wow. So he bought it and he went down to Florida. He had it repowered down there, had two big, huge diesels shoved into it and rebuilt and all of that and had all the electronics put in and the... And he boarded up a bunch of the windows so he could make himself a little cockpit. And he hey. fired it up and he drove it up to uh, up to Ontario where yeah. he docked it up there and started working on it and made himself this, like, mega yacht. It's super, super awesome. I mean, cool. he's got a couple hundred thousand dollars into it, but it's worth well over a million bucks. It's wow. so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Boats can, those kind of boats can pull some money, eh? Yeah. So, I mean, boats are worth money. But, you know, I know, like, I, I, I like uh, carvers. Carvers make a boat, and okay. I'm, I'm I'm preferential to carvers. I like their layouts and stuff like that. Um, some of the best. Now go down to the boat show, and the boat show they've got the 53 foot carver sitting in there at uh, you know, I think is about 1.2 1.3 million dollars. Go out to the water part of the show, and they had a 53 foot carver. It was I think seven or eight years old, and maybe it wasn't even that old. The boat had never been used. The only it had forty hours on it. Oh, the wow. only time it was used, the guy was the guy that owned it was a wealthy individual lives abroad, yeah. but he wanted to have a boat in Vancouver, Call Harbor. So he bought this thing. The only time the boat was fired up and used was when it was taken for service over to the marina. There was forty hours on it. There was carp the plastic still on the carpet uh-huh. and like the closets and some of the hall and stuff like that. I mean, this boat was untouched and immaculate. 
he's sold the boat, or I imagine it's sold, um, because the new boats have the, the, the azimuth pods, right? So you get the little joystick, so it's a pod. Instead of two propellers at the back, yeah. there's these pods that stick down, and they turn 360 degrees. They can, so you can wirelessly, they've got like little joystick on your keychain that you can move the boat around and stuff, and it'll turn on a dime. They're really, really, really cool. But this guy upgraded because he just wanted the Z-Drive. The Z-Drive on the boat, he'd never used. Okay? And so he went out and spent the million and a half dollars to get the new boat and was selling this one that had never been used for 300 grand. Wow. Sounds you know? cheap. Yeah, it was super cheap. You know? I'm like, that's how much money you lose. But honestly, like, you know, you, you, 300 grand, if you could moor it and live on it, that's yeah. not a bad deal, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, beautiful, right? beautiful. Because you can't boat. even buy a house in Squamish for that now. You can't nope. even buy an apartment in Squamish for that anymore. Yeah, two and a half, two and a half staterooms, beautiful staterooms. The ensuite has like a full size bathtub. Wow. You know, it's, yeah, it's a massive. But your upkeep on a boat's a little bit more than a house, I would suspect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right? But you're not paying property taxes. Well, this one was a brand new boat, so who cares? But after he's, you know, roamed around the world in it, yeah, it's going to need some upkeep. Yep, absolutely. Well, the fuel on that thing would just be a bloody fortune. Oh, crazy money, imagine. eh? Yeah. Crazy money. 40, 40 gallons an hour or something like that. So I don't know if I told you, but I did a clutch on a 2017 Dodge back to one-ton diesels. Okay. It had 25,000 kilometers on it. Did he the did clutch. clutch. Yeah, because he did... DPF. Not know how to drive? No, no, no. This guy's a truck driver. He did DPF delete with a programmer. Okay. And uh, this thing goes so good now on his like high performance mode. Yeah. <laughs> it just burned out the clutch. Yeah. Oh so yeah. I, I put a big south bend on. It. That's how much these trucks are cocked back. I guess oh, is the world. Massive. Yeah. yeah massive. Like, oh man. The, the, and they always have been. I these mean, these trucks rip though yeah. when you get rid of that stuff. Yep. And you get better fuel mileage. Yeah. The clutch actually, yeah, it was a nice. Clutch. I mean, even even before DPF and stuff, you you uh, you know open open these trucks up, whether whether it was a programmer yeah. or fuel pump or Get you know whatever it was, you did the block off plates and you know they just made unbelievable power, unbelievable. But power. it's the the thing is, it's the fuel mileage. They get increased fuel mileage. I know. Which you know yeah. double the like who doesn't want to do yeah. that? It voids your warranty. Yeah. Pretty sure it's legal. Yeah. But yeah. I'd like to still see the. Uh, the, the 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 true chemical makeup of the difference in the exhausts, you yeah. know what I mean, and see how much worse, how much better, you know. So you, you feed a little cow pee into your engine. This guy's got a big trailer though, so you know he needed that extra little bit of. But who gets a brand new truck with a standard nowadays? Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty weird. rare, eh? That's pretty, yeah. That's silly. Ah, wow, you truck driver, they like shifting gears, man. No, truck drivers own. hate shifting gears. Well, this truck driver likes shifting gears. Yeah, no, this truck driver is too cheap to spend money on an automatic transmission. Well, no, no, he's definitely. Yeah, no, he, I know, I'm being silly. He's stuck I, on it, man. I would, uh, I would not want. Which and I drive all standards. I don't have any automatics. Clutches are cheap. Transmissions aren't. The big truck, they're completely different transmissions compared to a. Well, I'm talking my know, trade. Don't thing. want you know yeah. automotive cars. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, automatic transmissions are still made pretty damn well nowadays. They are, they but if really that automatic transmission blows, pull out your checkbook. Uh, yeah, but your manual transmission can blow as well. 
More likely the clutch goes before the manual, right? Yeah. Well, more likely. You're taught you're nah, yeah. $10,000 to get a tranny rebuilt on a new one ton compared yeah. well, to Well, that's why I never bought automatic transmissions in the big trucks. Yeah. Right? Every time I think about it and humming it on, I'd be like, boy, having that automatic would really be nice, but uh, twelve thousand dollars for well, the why don't they? Why don't they have big? They, on they pretty much all are now. Everything's you know, automatic now. You can get yes, it's optional. But do people prefer that? Like yes. as a truck driver? Yeah, companies are starting to prefer them. Man, how do you shift like that? Transmissions must be like crazy big. Eighteen gears, like yeah. crazy yep. big. Yeah, no, it's big. That's but like, how sure. would you feel going down like the Duffy Lake Road? In your big rig and not being able to downshift and hold it like I guess no, you can you still. No, it, it's, it's just like it's, it's it's you know I mean it's I don't they're know just the same truck. as they are in cars now because in cars now when you have an automatic you've got like paddle shifters and yeah. stuff like that everybody's got their manual mode to get the you know what I mean so it's just the same you have your and it's even better at times when you're in a big truck now in an automatic and you've got your cruise shed going along 100 kilometers an hour. You get to a hill and start going down the hill. The truck says, I'm going down a hill. I'm going to downshift. And it does it all on its own. And then the jakes come on. And, nice. You know what I mean? So they've really so those got those Kenworths that you guys, you, were you working with that guy that had a Kenworth? They were all automatics or are they um, We've got, uh, I think, two, two or three automatics now. In, oh, the, yeah? in the concrete trucks. So yeah. did they, like, the guys that drive those, they'll be like, oh, that guy's the automatic truck driver. Yeah, they Is actually, like a, a what I've seen lately, they kind of rotate guys around so everybody gets a chance to have an easy day. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can see that, like, going up, like, in some of the residential areas and stuff, an automatic yeah. would be nice, oh, right? Yeah. Like, traffic. Traffic. Yeah. If you're driving to the city or something like that, yeah. like... Traffic. Automatic is just beautiful. Your freaking leg would get so sore yeah. every it day. It does. It does, because you're, you know, I mean, I don't use the clutch, but, I mean, um, you know, you're constantly shifting in and out. When you yeah. come to a stop, you've got to use well, the before clutch. Before you hit 30K, you've probably shifted four times, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, uh, more than that, yeah. yeah. Well, you skip a lot of gears, you yeah. know. Like Depends a truck on the load, is 18 I guess, right? speed, but it's not an 18 speed. A truck, a big truck is with an 18 speed is basically a four speed with, with a, like a two speed auxiliary. So you got four gears, you flip the switch, you got another four gears. Now there's eight gears, but you've also got below that outside has a high range as well, but you don't use that ever in high range and very rarely do you use it in low range. Yeah. So you're still driving it like a four speed and then each gear has a split in between the gear called the splitter. Yeah, yeah. So that's where you get the 18 speed. So it's really just a four speed. But and most of it, you're just playing with switches and stuff like that. It's huh. a pretty simple thing to once you do it, you're like, oh yeah, this. Yeah, I didn't think this was. You know, back in the day, they had like you know five and fours, and you know where you had multiple sticks coming up out of the floor, and, just and you could, them back. It wasn't like shift one, two, three, four. Shift the other stick one, two, three. It was like patterns that you had to remember. Oh and, wow! Oh yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, those trucks, those were tough to drive, man. You really had to know what you were doing in that, right? But, uh, yeah, and you skip a lot of gears, you know. I mean, remember a lot. I mean, Corvette, we were talking about that earlier. That was one of the first ones that came out with the one to four, right? So it was a little little dongle, uh, if you want to call it, like solenoid that was inside the transmission. You, just hit the you had your manual. You, you, when you went to shift and you were driving not fast, you'd get up to, I think it was about four forty five hundred 4,500 RPM and go shift out of first gear and this little dongle would kind of hit it and slide it into fourth instead of going into second. Huh. So you were just driving at two speed, right? You go one to four, yeah, yeah. right? You know, it was kind of silly, but 
it and it didn't really work but that well. Do you remember well. the old Volvos? They used to have the one, three, four, and then they had a little button on top of the shifter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The overdrive yep. back in the day. Yeah, no, I remember those. I remember uh, my uncle had a uh, tractor, Massey Ferguson, and I yeah. worked for him sometimes in uh, baling hay and stuff. And I was driving this big Massey one day, and it's got knobs and switches and buttons all over the place. It's got like kind of like a fuel pedal, but then it's got the fuel pedal that's on the column. You know what I mean? And all sorts of weird things. Think about it. If you're plowing a field, do you want to have to keep your foot on the gas yeah, you all look day? Out, yeah. No, you just use the little lever. And I had this one lever that no matter what I did, I couldn't ever get this thing to do anything. You, you know? didn't know what the lever was doing. No, just... I didn't know what it was for. I couldn't figure it out. And in those tractors, you, it's got a transmission. It'll have like a four or five speed transmission, yeah. but there you don't go first, second, third, fourth, fifth. You start in whatever gear. If you're going to be on the highway and you want to go fast, you just put it in fifth, and you just start going, and yeah. it goes faster than it would in four, three, two, or one. Yeah. And I'd never really been in, like, fourth or fifth or whatever the top gear was, but now I was taking this stuff down the highway. We had another field we were going to, and I've got stacks. I've got this 10 high in hay bales that we've stacked up on the back of this uh, wagon that I'm pulling with this thing. And uh, so finally, I'm like, oh, so now I'm going kind of full speed. Now I wonder what the hell this thing does. So I grab the lever and I give it a yank. And it's man, not reverse, is it? No, God, <laughs> no, it wasn't reverse. No, this thing then blasted through like some six gears. It was it had like this automatic wow. overdrive. And it was like, it scared the crap out of me. I'm now flying down the road, still in a barm tractor, so I wasn't really flying. You're moving. But I've got a corner that I've got to make. And I'm trying to break and shut this thing down and make it around the corner. Yeah, I lost a few hay bales that day. Yeah? Yeah. Uncle wasn't very happy with you? Well, no, I don't think Uncle ever knew because I I went out there and I stacked them all back up and threw them all back and made it all pretty, got in it, and put it into that low gear. And And just trawl it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think I was I've never driven 15 kind of years That's old or something cool. at the time, you know. I've never, uh, forklifts are about the only thing that I've driven oh, yeah. heavy duty. Oh, yeah, I've got licenses to drive everything. I'm and terrible at driving. You know what? They're all the same. That's they're You know, you get used to them after a while. They're great a, assets I, to I, have. Everybody always assumes mechanics are good drivers, but that's not true. <laughs> I suck at driving. You're not a bad driver. I've driven yeah. with you. Yeah, but in a car. I yeah. freak out once I get anything big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm driving. Honestly, if I was ever rich and famous, I'd have like my yeah, few... Come to think about it, we've gone a couple of times with your dad's truck places, and I think I've driven. You've gotten <laughs> exactly. me to drive. <laughs> I hate driving. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I'd have my. If I was rich, I'd have a couple of my cars yeah. that I really like. That you Maybe drive on Sundays, Sunday, but yeah. I'd have my Maybach with a chauffeur, too. Don't Yeah, worry. I would have my. Because yeah. it's like, to me, it's like, I can't understand why these rich people. Like movie stars, you know, singers or Nickelback or whatever, get drunk driving charges. Uh, yeah, like Nickelback, are you crazy? Tiger Woods. You know, like are you crazy. You got that much money. Why are you driving drunk? Like get the limo, sense. buddy. It, like it doesn't make any sense yeah, to me. No. Like what are you doing? Zero sense. <laughs> yeah. If money's not an option, get the freaking limo. Yeah. Yeah. Like not that I'm gonna be drunk every day of my life if I'm rich, but. Yeah. You know what I mean? Though? It just know. doesn't make any sense to me how these no, people it makes can no do. Sense. Like, just you know, you know me. I would have a shed full of cars. You know what I mean? I yeah. guarantee it. But I would also have my Maybach. 
that I would have a driver for. Look at that call. That half the time the driver would be sitting in the back because I'm driving because it's a Maybach and yeah. it's awesome. But I'm going to have a driver. Just in case. You, you know? have a couple of beers. Yeah, absolutely. I don't get it, man. Absolutely. There's yeah, no some people, it's just not logic. I had an uncle that uh, was a pilot and he had a couple of airplanes. Yeah. Um, he'd done very well for himself and... Uh, he uh, he would travel and come to events and stuff like that from the Carolinas, and he'd fly up, but he'd bring a pilot with him. Even though he flew the plane, Yeah, it's like, ah, you never know, I might not want to fly home. Yeah, yeah. So he brought a pilot with him. Makes like, sense. Like, you can afford it, so do it. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's yeah, logic. I'm, I'm quite content not driving. I, I don't like not driving. Why? I... I don't even back? think it's being in a control thing, or I, I don't know. I just, I not I don't not not like you it. drive for a living, isn't there? Some days you're like, eh, somebody else can do this. I do it every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So that's why I say I don't mind. Well, maybe it's being the same. Like driven. I can't watch another mechanic work on a car without wanting to get in there. Maybe that's <laughs> yeah, what it sure. is, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but even I mean, all my life, I mean, when my dad's driving, I could sleep. Yeah. Um, when you know, I got I a couple of friends, car. Roger, I, Roger, I've never Claudio. Had that problem. Yeah, I just, can you read if, in the car? Uh, I could. I don't like reading. Some people get like. Sleep, <laughs> some people get like yeah. sick though, right? You oh yeah, no, no. I I have none of, none none of, that? of that. No, none yeah. of that. I just I just don't feel comfortable sleeping if I don't really know and trust the the person who's driving. Okay. You know, which is uh, you know. So, you but luckily, I don't mind driving. So you got trust issues then? Is what you're saying? Maybe in yeah. a car. Yeah, yeah, rolling. You know. You wake up to nightmares. I used to have a nightmare that I drove off a bridge. Really? There's this bridge where I was born, and yeah. there was like another bridge that fell down, and it was underneath the other bridge. Yeah. And I always had this dream that I drove off that bridge and then got oh, caught wow. in the other bridge. Wow. I know. See that? I'd have the same kind of dream, but mine would be like I drove off of the one bridge and landed perfectly on the lower bridge and kept going. That's a way cooler dream than mine. <laughs> yeah. my, my buddy Roger, you know Roger. Roger doesn't like bridges. Yeah, he's got a problem. So, everybody does, because everybody slows down on bridges. Oh, no, no, no. I, we're driving along, and we were going down somewhere, and I don't even remember where, where we were going. And we're driving along, and it was in Ontario, and you got the Skyway Bridge, yeah. right, which is a pretty damn big bridge. And we're driving, and Roger and I are talking, and blah, 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 blah. Are you driving, or he's driving? I was driving. Okay. Roger was sitting shotgun. And, and all of a sudden, I, Roger stopped talking, and I look over, and his fingertips are about three inches into my dashboard. Just taking it. And he, he, he has a death grip. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? And I totally forgot about the bridge thing. If I warn him, hey, Raj, we're coming up to a bridge. Oh, okay, cool, let's go. So, blah, 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 we'll keep talking. As long as he knows. But if you don't tell him you're going up on a bridge, it's pretty funny. That's like me on gondola, man. I go up on those things. I'm white knuckled. I'm holding that seat so hard it's coming with me. You know, my dad was kind of the same way. He wasn't comfortable going up the gondola, but we came down. It's a gondola, not a gondola. Gondola, gondola. That's you know, rock and roller. They're both scary to me. So when we we I brought him, he came out, and we went up the peak to peak, and you know, yeah. And the peak to peak, he he didn't like so much, but he felt Ooh. more comfortable. No way, I'm getting on that thing. You know, yeah. You'd have to pay me some serious coin really? for me to have to go and crap my pants on 
Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, never. What about if we get, uh, like, uh, Whistler Black on to sponsor the show? Yeah, you know? I'm not going on it. <laughs> if Whistler Black on <laughs> so, get me yeah, on I that. I want them to sponsor the show. <laughs> oh, man, I, I got an extreme fear for that. Really? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, my dad didn't really like it all that much, but when we got to the... It was funny, too, because we took the main gondola out of the village, and when it, it stops, like, a couple of times on the way up to let people off, yeah. but it's not the top. No. You know, my dad's like, okay, let's go, let's get off. And I'm like, no, 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 dad, we got a ways to go. See, look at that big cliff we're going up right now. It was pretty funny. And then I, my, I, I, was my sister with us or something? And I said, I said, you know, we can go down. We either have to take the gondola back across to Whistler Mountain from Blackcomb Mountain. Now, people that don't know, there's a Whistler Blackcomb. It used to be Blackcomb and Whistler. Those two companies emerged a long time ago. Yeah. So now there's Whistler Mountain and there's Blackcomb Mountain. They're right side by each. And a couple of years ago, they built the peak-to-peak that goes in between the two of them. It's like the the highest gondola in the world, the longest free span in the world, the longest gondola circuit in the world. There's all this. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. So the um, and people a base jumped off of it and all yeah. sorts. It's it's pretty high up there. That'd be the only way to get in that thing is with a parachute, maybe. Well, so then I said to my dad, I said we either go back across the peak to peak and then take the gondola back down or there's a chair left, right? This is summertime, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a chair left we can sit on and go down. And I'm thinking there's no way that he's going to take the chair left, but he's been on chairless before. He attempted to be a skier in his youth. Yeah. And then he had one of his buddies in the first run broke his leg. And I think my dad just like, take, take me back down. I'm, I'm not good. doing this. I did not want to break my leg. <laughs> yep. So, um, so he said, okay, you know, he's my dad's a tough guy. He's awesome, right? So he's like, all right, well, well, let's do it. And it's even a little freaky getting onto a chairlift. I mean, a gondola, you walk onto it, you walk off of it. Yeah. A chairlift, you got to kind of stand there and wait for it to come up behind you and not miss it. And, yeah, yeah, you know, some technique so, behind it. Yeah, so, and then not catch your legs and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. So especially when you're not on skis, right? So uh, so I, he, he was so relaxed on the chairlift. Yeah, it was the open air, the, you know. Not me. I, the whole little, time little, on those things, everybody's like, oh, look at that. It's so beautiful up here. I'm like, when is this thing over with? Get me off this thing. Oh, no way. It's not, yeah, don't, I must have fallen off one or something. Man, all but, this time I never knew you were such a girly man. I am. Like, I, <laughs> I, 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 like I've been up the gondola, like I've been, I've run up the gondola yeah. in Squamish to yeah. see this comment. And I'm, I would rather walk down it than take that gondola. Oh, wow. Like, I would have walked for two hours and take a five-minute ride down That's that hill. That's hilarious. It just doesn't... Wow. My body just goes through, like... Yeah. It doesn't feel good. And You're I get it. You're not alone. And I get it. Like, I know in my head, I can sit there and be like, I'm an... I'm, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I know I'm safe. I yep. got, you know, all this stuff, but my yep. body says no. Yep. <laughs> Something's up. Yep. So I'm going to go with what my body says, man. Yeah, no, don't. And just Absolutely. not do it. Absolutely. Nobody needs to see me crap my pants. Although doing a doing a podcast, a little radio show from the gondola, that might be pretty cool. No, I'll be sweaty because I'll walk up there, and meet you up there. <laughs> no, doing the show on the gondola ride. No, no, you gotta no, conquer no. your fears, man. No, you gotta face them head on, man. I don't want to. I really don't need to. I don't have to feel any of that. I don't need to. You can shoot me in a line in a car as fast as you want down a road. Yeah, yeah. But don't shoot me up. I yeah. don't want to go up in the air. Yeah. We're not meant to fly. We don't got wings. No. I don't have a lot of fun in planes. Have you ever, you know, a little buddy, bit safer on planes. My buddy to me the other day, you're saying you can't fly. But f- I'm better on planes. I can fly. I don't have a problem with flying as much you as I do fly? on a gondola. I've been on lots of planes. Yeah. 
I have no problem getting a plane because it's got wings. Have you ever had a dream? Gondolas don't have wings. If you put a couple wings on a gondola so we had some chance of coasting down if that thing broke, okay. it'd be better off. Cardboard? Maybe a parachute? Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll bring a backpack. Doesn't make it's any. It's got a parachute, Dave. <laughs> That's why I'm bringing this backpack. <laughs> My buddy said to me the other day, he has this ability, um, which I, I guess maybe a couple of times, and I haven't been able to try it yet. We were talking about flying. And he'll be sleeping and have a dream. And have you ever had that dream where you knew you were dreaming? Oh, yeah. Well, he says all you got to do, because you're dreaming, is say, oh, dreaming. Well, I should go fly. And he flies in his dreams. He can fly like Superman. I got like no Superman. problem flying in my dreams. Yeah? I've never flown in my dreams. Really? Yeah. Oh, I got no problem with that. Wow. But I ain't getting on that gondola. <laughs> I'm jealous. I wish I could uh, I could fly in my dreams. My, uh, I've been my working kids on it. I've been trying. Who are eight and five make fun of me, and they're like patting me on my back. Daddy, you're okay. You'll make it down. We'll be safe. <laughs> and me, I'm just like. No, your kids weren't doing that. Hannah Banana was doing that. Uh, Michael was. I can't see Michael doing that. No, he was. He came. Michael's pretty cuddly. Yeah. But yeah I can I'd, see him being cuddly, but I can see, I can see your daughter. Oh, She's definitely. so cute. She would, oh, it's okay, Daddy. We're going to be down soon. Yeah. She's just a sweetheart. Meanwhile, my heart's pumping out of my chest. Uh, wow. I didn't know that's good. That's why I work on cars, not planes or helicopters. Yeah. Well, everybody's got phobias and fears and but what are those, know, yeah. stuff like that. I don't like bugs. I, mean, I, just, I no? just don't like bugs. No, I have no problem. Like Volkswagen bugs? No, I, I kind of like bugs. I'd be more mini if I was to get something like that. You'd I'm be a mini. An awesome mini. You'd buy, you'd pick a mini over a bug. Oh, God, yeah. yeah really? Yeah, in a minute. Yeah, I think the minis, they're way better car, way better <laughs> handling, <laughs> way better performing. No, they suck. I've, I've built it costs like, you double the money. I my buddy build a whole bunch like of Like an older one, not the newer one. No, not a new one. Not a, just, That's not a mini. It's a BMW. Saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, the old ones. It was, yeah, the, cool. yeah, I wouldn't get a new bug or a new mini. I'd definitely go with the old ones. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, I mean, bugs are cool too. They have their place. You know, I have no problem with them. But I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of other. I I've been looking. There was a mini that was here in town. I have no idea where it is. I've seen the ad like three times. It uh, is really rough shape. I don't care because they're easy and cheap to fix. And uh, but the guy just wanted to get rid of it out of his yard, sort of thing. And I I can't find I. Send emails. It'd be pretty cool to put a TDI engine in one of those things, the Volkswagen TDI. Engine oh yeah, it's, I'm sure it's been done. I know what I was know, We've seen them with V8s and and. Uh, That's kind of ridiculous. Know. A little TDI good on fuel. That'd be a wicked commuter. Those little mini motors, man. A little 1300 is good on fuel. I used to watch them. Like we went to my family's from England, and we used to go to the racetrack there. Yeah. And watch them race, and they'd be two wheeling it around every corner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were just, they handle them. They're like little go-karts, man. They, they are. really are. They're pretty no, that's awesome. That's exactly what they are. They take the turbos off of those little, little engine metros go-karts. and bolt right See, that's on. the thing is, like, they were building small, compact cars years and years yeah. and years and years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now it's like they are just getting back to those things. Yeah. Well, basically, when they built the Mini, what they did is they took four little, like, chairs, put them on the ground, and said, okay, let's get them let's as close the as we can while, we, while four of us fit in here. My mom And then build the body them. around it. She says she got like six people on a mini before. Oh God, yeah, six English people because they're small. Yeah, yeah. you could put more than six people. I had one buddy's dad that had a mini that he actually welded an oil pan on the roof because he was a big dude and he couldn't drive it. His head would touch the roof, so he welded an oil pan on the roof so his head got enough room so he could drive the thing. That's pretty silly. That's awesome. 
yeah. back in the day. They're awesome. Yeah. No, I've driven tons of minis. I love it. Nice. Yeah, they're super awesome cars. Good in the snow. They're, you know, I mean, they were they're the rally cars. They were like the rally car champion for so long. Yeah, they they yeah, but too bad they failed. We're not yeah. we're not a big new mini fan here. No, they're not bad, I guess. Well, you know? but it's not a mini. It's a BMW. Yeah, it's, it's a little BMW. That's not what the it same is. Car. No, it's not even. Kind of. I looks think looks why the they, they they nailed the looks wise of uh, them they, when they first came way out. Way too big, but yes. The, yeah, but they the uh, older one, like the first generation of that BMW style mini. Yeah, they kind of nailed it there. Well, they I remember got, when they came out, and I was I was so pleased as punch. I loved the old minis, and yeah. I'm like, I love this new mini. And I went down to the dealership to check one out. I'm like. It was like thirty grand, and it was all done up with leather, and yeah, yeah. you know, I'm like, this is cool. This is a good deal. This is an awesome car. It's built by BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Yeah, oh, this is gonna be uh, this thing kind of stinks. Yeah, I was really, really disappointed. You know, some I was of the John, John Works ones, pretty cool. John Cooper, yeah. Is it no, John Cooper John, Works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um, <sighs> they rip. They yeah, they move up pretty good. Yeah, they're also a lot more money. 50 G's you know, for a new one. Now. Yeah. 60 you know G's. I mean? That's a lot of that's, money for that's a That's a lot of money for a mini. Yeah. A lot of other things you, I'd buy. You build yourself five minis that'll run circles around it. Could be. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Not could be guaranteed. Yeah. Used to uh, put the MG Metro turbos, um, just pop right on and makes it just a killer, killer, killer car. And they're, I mean, the biggest thing is the, the weight. They have no weight. They weigh nothing. And they're accessible to work on. You could be anybody in your garage working on them, yeah. right? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And you could fit in your garage and not take up that much room. You, you could fit it anywhere. Lift you it up fit if it you in need your to. bathroom. Call a couple of buddies up. Hey, you want to move the car with me? Mm-hmm. Lift her up, move yep. her. My buddy used to, was, I think his dad worked at uh, Jackson Square Shopping Mall. Oh, yeah. So uh, Luca used to take his mini uh, in high school and pull it into the mall and rip through like the back alleyways. and Kind of doing like the Italian know, job you know, thing. Like the eh? Italian job thing. Yeah. Uh, which, ladies and gentlemen, you've oh, all seen the I Italian shouldn't have brought job. it up. You've all seen the Italian job. The new one. Remember, this is the new one. The new ones are never as good as the old ones. I actually haven't seen the old one. You haven't seen the old one? No. Oh, buddy, it's amazing. What was it? What's that other movie, too, that I was saying you haven't seen? Estee Burt Monroe, the, the world's fastest Indian. Oh, no, I've never seen that. No, that's, Yeah. Some of these movies, first, the Italian job, the original one with the original minis, it, it was a really cool, really well done movie. Um, you'll, you'll definitely like it. Uh, the Estee Burt Monroe, I think I bought a, a copy of this in China, and that's what it, the label says, Estee Burt Monroe, and, uh, but it's the world's fastest Indian. If you haven't seen that, which most people haven't seen it, Amazing, amazing movie. What's it about? It's about Burt Monroe, this Aussie guy down in Australia that builds his own Indians. And when I say builds his own, I mean he makes his own pistons and and builds this high-speed Indian. So I think when most people see it in the store, the world's fastest Indian, they're not thinking motorcycle Indian. They're thinking the, the native Indian, you know? No, no, no! It's nothing. It's it's Indian motorcycle. Huh. The, the, and if you're a motorcycle guy, you'll get it because when you look at the label, "World's Fastest Indian," is, it's got that Indian my motorcycle neighbor, font, right? So you know that it's a bike thing. My neighbor used to have one. A really cool thing. Yeah, yeah. they're had awesome. like a shifter on it. Oh, yeah, and you had to suicide adva- shift. Yeah, and then it had two. Yeah. It had a throttle and an advance on the spark on yep. either side. Yep. 
that's a tough bike to drive, it was a man. Tough bike to drive. Nobody's stealing that thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No. It's like, how do you do that? Yeah, it was cool. So this guy builds these uh, this this motorcycle. He makes all of his own parts. He lives in a shack. His his shop is where he lives. Um, pees on a lemon tree constantly. His neighbors kind of love him and hate him. Um, but it's the story about him getting to race his bike at the Salt Flats of Bonneville. Huh. So he had to get over to America. He had to ship this, what year is this, this motorcycle. This is the 50s. Oh, wow. You know? And, um, I mean, there's some records, I believe, that still stand from Burt Monroe. It's all a huh. true story. This guy was just absolutely amazing. It's heartwarming. It's a little weird the way it's laid out because they kept it true to his life. So in his travels, he met different women, and he's an older guy and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, he meets these older guys that, and older ladies, and they have relationships. And, you know, so it's a little oddball that way. But there's so many scenes in the movie that are just some of the best scenes. There's a scene on the beach where he races this, all these Aussie gangsters. They were giving him a hard time because he's this kook that builds yeah. this old crappy Indian, you know? I mean, uh, it's one of the best scenes i ever filmed, if you like motorcycles. Cool. Um, and he makes it to Bonneville, and it's the story about how he did and how he got uh, you know, qualified to, to race and... And it's Anthony Hopkins. So it's one of the best actors in the world ever. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's, yeah, beautiful, beautiful movie. You can tell, obviously, I like it a lot. I've watched it. It's You never get tired watching something that's that good, you know? In my mind, anyways. Hopefully people don't get tired of listening to us. They will. They will. <laughs> they, they have. No, <laughs> no they won't, because yeah. we're going to keep bringing, you know, we, we haven't really done a, an interview for a while. We've got a few people that we're going to uh, yeah. We've got work a few on, on the track. Uh, we uh, got uh, one guy that uh, test tires. We think we've talked about him on yep. on the show before. Yeah. We have a couple of GM mechanics that we're going to get uh, get in here to talk about. We got a Dodge mechanic. We're going to get in here and talk. Wah, about. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned. Keep yeah, we'll listening. We'll come up with some more stuff, some more things, some more people. Yeah. And uh, maybe next show we'll uh, bring in some more Carfax or. Yeah, we got to get back we'll, to doing uh, some of the Carfax and. Yeah. And enlightening the people. Our schedule this time of year has been a little bit busy, actually. So yeah, uh, we've been uh, kind of lacking on the, yeah. on the as long as you know quality information. We're still listening, so we're going to keep talking. Yeah, we keep talking, but not anymore today. Just because we are hungry, hungry. Yep. I'm going to turn into hangry soon. Yeah, we Thank you for listening, everybody. So Talk to you soon. Hey, don't forget. Day. Stupid. Yes. Peace.